Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and I'm joined by Chris. Hello. So, Chris, it's WrestleMania week. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Dig it. This is (laughs) the White Trash Super Bowl, the best week of the year. (laughs) Oh, my God. The White Trash Super Bowl. But, yes, we thought it would be fun to revisit Slim Jim and WCW present Halloween Havoc 1997. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my world. Every night is Halloween. There's no way out. WCW shall rest in peace. Step to the madness. Slim Jim presents WCW's Halloween Havoc. Sunday, October 26th, live and only on pay-per-view. Call your cable or satellite company to order now. So, about two years ago, or it's maybe going on three years ago, Dave and I covered Halloween Havoc, I believe it was 91, Chambers of Horror, when they had the whole... uh, cage match with the electric chair in it and all that good stuff i believe it was 91 90 or 91 around that time um i didn't fact check that one yeah go (laughs) go back and listen and you can figure it out yeah that was about almost two and a half years ago probably it was in the first year of of the podcast existence and we've been meaning to kind of revisit halloween havoc because for god's sakes we parody it in our logo because yeah. we are big wrestling fans. I'm a big wrestling fan. Dave enjoys wrestling. He's he's more about the old stuff. And you are a big, big wrestling fan. I mean, if it wasn't evident by my, <laughs> my, my cheap Macho Man impression at the top, Macho Man's my guy. He's been my guy. <laughs> How many years now have I done a Macho Man costume for Halloween? I mean, monster wrestling fans. Yeah, so we're all big wrestling fans, and I don't know why we just haven't. I think I've tried to kind of like bring it back where we cover either you and I or Dave and I or a group of us, whatever. Go back and and check because there's a lot of ho- there's still a lot of Halloween havocs yeah, we haven't yeah. we haven't talked about it. We we're, we're kind of bouncing around. We're not, you know, going in consecutive order because we did that one and we're doing this one, and I kind of want to try going forward to do one every WrestleMania week. I just think that'd be fun to kind of stick with it. You know what I mean? And I I thought this year, let's just fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's just jump on and and watch one of the old Halloween Havoc events and talk about it. Now, Halloween Havoc 97. Sorry. Slim Jim's (laughs) WCW's Halloween Havoc 97. Dude, Slim Jim is all over this paper. I mean, it was macho in the '90s. He was the Slim Jim guy, so like, it makes oh, for sense. sure. But like, you really like, I, yeah. I forget how much Slim Jim was their presence. It's like, it's like on the ring mats, like yeah, in the middle wild. of the ring. Like, I of course you associate Macho Man Randy Savage with Slim Jim, like right. You know, he, even outside of wrestling, he yeah. still was like their spokesperson and yeah. the face of it. He's still the face of it, he which still is kind of yeah, crazy. There's, uh, you could buy like they call it a macho sized Slim Jim. 
Yeah, and it's, it's like a giant slim. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I won't eat one, but right, I have. Right, right. I have. I have, I have indulged in a macho size slim gym <laughs> from time to time. Literally, they reeled you in just because Randy Savage. Absolutely, <laughs> Randy Savage was on there. His spirit he's jumped like into the, you. The box is like he's. It's like a nice blue, like paint silhouette of him, and like it's fucking awesome. Of course, I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> it's, it's literally you looked over. You're like in Target or some shit, and you just see the box. Like Chris, come over here, man. I'm gonna have eat a eat a slim gym. I'm gonna snap into a slim gym. <laughs> come over here. I know you haven't had one in a while got one here for you this entire episode is going to be shitty randy savage sorry (laughs) sorry about that in advance um but yes halloween havoc 97 this is probably this is the halloween havoc that i would say is really known for one match i think there's one match and when we get when we run through the card um you know We'll, we'll, I'm sure that's the match we'll talk about maybe the most. Yeah, but it's it's, it's an all timer. It's an all timer. It's like it goes in people's list of favorite, you know, their favorite wrestling matches of all time in the history of WCW. It's rated as one of the top wrestling matches of all time. Now, just in case you are not a wrestling fan and you're listening to the Haunted Hangover podcast and you did you did not listen to our original Halloween Havoc episode. What Halloween Havoc is, is the old WCW World Championship Championship Wrestling Wrestling Federation that no longer exists because WWE bought them in 2000, 2001, correct? Yeah, WWF bought them. WWF, sorry. They were WWF at the time. Now they're WWE. Um, they They bought WCW, and what WCW had every year was the Halloween Havoc event, usually... It occurred or it happened. It was a pay-per-view the week of Halloween. It was usually like the Sunday before Halloween. Yeah. Uh, We talked about this when we we covered the previous uh, Halloween Havoc in our previous episode. Go back. Listen to that episode. Right. I'm sure we go more in depth on on just kind of the history of the event to an extent. Uh, This one was October 26th, 1997. So Yes. Five days before Halloween. Right before Halloween. That's from what I remember as a kid, it was always right before Halloween. That's just how it always it always happened. Funny enough, what's really cool is WWE recently brought it back, which was awesome. NXT brand, which I feel like uh, in general, WWE never really captured the Halloween spirit like wcw did i mean they never really had like a halloween themed pay-per-view so to speak you know and even even halloween havoc like the wwe version is like a very watered down like less than kind of version and i feel like you if there's one thing that wcw did well was like some of their gimmick stuff like blew wwe's away no for sure and I'll admit, I think so when they first brought it back, because the last time we covered a Halloween Havoc event, uh, it, they had it, it, it didn't come back yet. Because it's only right. been around for, I think, two years now yeah, that they yeah, brought I back think, Halloween like, last Havoc. Last year and this year might have been like, or 2021 or whatever it was, yeah. might have been the first year. Um, but last year, I will give them credit. They, and, and I'm sure we'll cover one of those in the future. Um, but. 
they did embrace the holiday. I thought yeah. they did a decent job the last time. They had zombies and shit. They had Shotzi Blackheart, who she's like a wrestling. She's like a horror fan wrestling, yeah. a female wrestler, and she loves horror movies. So they had her kind of as the horror host of the event. So they did a good job. But I will admit, when you go back and you rewatch some of these old Halloween Havoc events, from year to year, they embrace the holiday sometimes. Sometimes they 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 kind of just lightly you'd see like a jack-o'-lantern here yeah. there yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be that kind of intense you know right. some people would dress up in costumes the commentators things like that but i will admit halloween havoc 97 is not it isn't the most halloweeny yeah they, they yeah. didn't go full full steam ahead with the halloween halloween aesthetic and just vibes with this pay-per-view but like you said, let's just run down it. You uh, let's run down the whole event as as a whole. Like you said, October twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, this was at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, which is a suburb in Nevada. That's where this took place. Yeah, <laughs> so, 12, 12, 12,000 seat arena. Yeah, pretty decent crowd. You know yeah. what I mean for ninety seven for wrestling. Yeah. Um, it is also the ninth consecutive Halloween Havoc event. So at this point, they'd almost been running these for a decade. So long, long time, long time at this point, just it was it existed, just Halloween Havoc as a thing. Um, focusing on the actual kind the way the event looked and just the way they they did everything that pertains to like associating hot the way they set everything up, associating it with the holiday. Um, one of my favorite things is the fact that they had these graphics. So there's two two bits of, of kind of CG graphic deals that they have. So they have on the screen and in the intro and outro, they've got kind of this entrance to a, a cemetery where there's gates and they'd open up and there'd be this, you know, this big, this guy kind of holding up the Halloween Havoc sign. And whenever, you know, they're introducing the commentators, which were, we should mention the commentators, r- really good commentating team. You've got Dusty Rhodes, you've got Tony uh, Shivani, and then you've got Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary. Phenomenal. And there's also guest commentator of Mike Tanay, who, <laughs> yes. it, weird, they're like, we've got Mike for an hour. And like, it, it's a very weird thing to like say on live TV. Like, they're like, oh, Mike is just joining us for the next hour. He, I think he says something like he was in the neighborhood or something like silly like that, which yeah. it's kind of weird. But, you know, they just WCW had play, some weird yeah. stuff. They awkwardly just kind of played up the fact that he was there and they were going to throw him on commentary for a bit. They yeah. do that now, if you think about it, when they have like a special right, like guest, guest commentator. Yeah. Even JR and AEW right. is only really, he shows up for like an hour sometimes and they're right, like, all right, 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 JR, you can, you can, you know, exit and not do commentary for the rest of the show. They also have these, like, again, when they introduce people, there's these graphics that pop up. They use spooky fonts. I dug it. My favorite. Favorite moment is they have this little witch that flies across the screen and people's names just sort of appear behind mm-hmm. her, almost like Stardust type of deal yeah. like where there's just like something kind of flowing behind her and it's the it'll be like the name of the wrestler or the right, commentator. Like a, like a trail behind her, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, just kind of like this little dust and then it's like this magical witch thing that passes by. And I even think at one point, it goes past either a moon or something and it spins revealing yeah. live or something like that. 
really cool, super spooky. I love that. Uh, also, I don't know if you noticed this, and it took me a second to realize it, but there's like thunder sound effects. Yes. There's cackling, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. witch cackling that randomly happens during people's entrances. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if they did that any other years. Yeah. I also wonder what of that was like for the home audience and what of that was like for the audience that was there, you know? I think that was just for us as viewers yeah. at home. I don't think anyone – I think all people heard that were live, that were there in the audience. Just the regular entrance music. And fireworks. And yeah, fire it's like how WWE Today has like those weird CG VR graphics that pop horrible up on things. This. Yeah, those fucking things. Um, but always when it comes to Halloween Havoc, the one thing that WCW always did right was the actual entrance facade where the wrestlers, it's not the Titan Tron because that was WWF and it was a giant screen. This isn't really a screen, but more so a set with an entrance way. And what they did this year in, in 97 was they built sort of a mausoleum. A graveyard. They've done the graveyard several times because they put all these like faux tombstones yeah. on the ground and they make everything kind of a dark blue, all eerie looking and then fake, you know, fake mausoleums. Uh, a nice touch with this whole set entrance set was there's a moon and it's a jack-o'-lantern just mm-hmm. kind of behind on the wall. And to me, it looked like it was glowing. Yeah. Or yeah, it was there's just, definitely yeah. something. And then, obviously, you know, they have the the signature, you know, logo with the large evil face and Halloween yes. Havoc WCW underneath it. Always love that logo. And, and the logo that we parody was a little bit later. But I, I do want to also eventually have a parody of this Halloween Havoc logo with the face because I always great. I've always, always loved it. Um, there was a couple other things I noticed, too, like <laughs> a lot of uh, not a lot of wrestlers wore any costumes there's been times in the past where they kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. dress the up or their play to the theme themselves their gear i did notice i was gonna say mr kurt henning mr perfect because he wasn't mr, mr. perfect, perfect. He, was he, not. Wasn't, he wasn't he wasn't mr perfect in wcw just kurt henning uh he is wearing orange and black mm-hmm. uh, his like tights his, his like singlet you know, thing his yeah. singlet yeah um but i think he wore that normally it might have just been a coincidence but i'm hoping it was because i don't know that's a good one i don't know i don't know if you ever wore orange and black like outside yeah. of halloween yeah uh the most infamous costume or gear uh i'd say is ray mysterio junior right. ray mysterio junior he was ray mysterio junior. junior at this time uh dressed up as the phantom with the purple yeah. outfit which people in wrestling today, still pay tribute yes. to and parody. Even as recent as Seth Rollins, like a couple of years ago, wore Rey Mysterio, that phantom theme gear. I want to say um, uh, Santos Escobar did yeah. like a, like an homage to it one time, too. It's an iconic, an iconic it, look for Rey Mysterio. Yeah, absolutely. And it, honestly, I, I feel like that look and when we get to it, that match. Yeah. Kind of cemented this event, and this, that's what the, everyone that remembers is Halloween it for. Havoc 97. 97. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that costume is that costume is more iconic than the event. Honestly, yeah, just action figures sure. of Rey Mysterio dressed up as the Phantom, yeah. and just it, I think I've seen T-shirts of it. Yeah. It's just it's a great. It, he looked great in the costume, you know. And he, he, and he's he was, always been one to do yeah. like fantastic costumes and themes, and like. 
it clearly goes all the way back to the beginning of his career. Like, he, he just, he nails it. He always nails it. And I feel like him dressing up as the Phantom, it works for Halloween. Yeah. Halloween yeah, yeah, time yeah. and the Halloween right. season and Halloween Havoc. Um, the other the other gear I want to point out was Ran- Macho Man Randy Savage's kind of, like, lightning that's green. Yes. It was very Halloween-y. Now, his gear, his, listen, Macho Man Randy Savage always had fantastic gear. Yeah. Anytime he wrestled, he was a very right. flamboyant guy. Whenever he wore, you know, all his all his shit. Um, but I will say they definitely hyped up this this gear because the Halloween Havoc '97 commercial, the promo that would air to kind of promote this event, he's wearing yeah. that gear yeah, in yeah, the yeah. commercial. And the commercial's fantastic because you got you got Macho Man there. And there's like. He's like it looks like it's almost like hell. There's demons. So very like neon. And, and you know what it, you know what it reminds me of a what? lot? That sequence in Batman Forever. Yes. Where where uh Robin like saves the damsel in that like that neon yes, night yes. area. It, it that's what this commercial always. And I mean yeah. I, I got to feel like there's some kind of intention to that because like 90 batman forever was 95 this was 97 like yeah there's gotta be some kind of pull from that but like even the even the one character in the commercial is like the the voodoo doctor guy or yeah. whatever he's like at the back side of the car in the commercial and he has this very similar face paint to the guy in in, in batman forever but like macho man looks fucking cool in that commercial yes. like he looks so cool for me halloween is every day <laughs> no, he says something like that yeah yo dude if, if wcw w- will rest <laughs> in peace which is like that, that's that's a, that's an undertaker thing i'm gonna tell dave when he composes a new piece of music to sample like randy Sa- something from randy savage in this promo because it is fantastic and it is it screams halloween everything oh, yeah. about yeah, it yeah, screams yeah. halloween it definitely like little louie it, like seeing this commercial would have gotten i would have yeah, been hyped for you know sure what I mean? absolutely so absolutely. you know I, I totally get like why like it pushed the the halloween vibes for the event and they always did great job kind of making the commercials all spooky and stuff you know yeah. like especially for this event and you know it's funny too because macho man was a heel at this point yeah yeah, he was, he was NWO heel. Like, dude, even the poster art for this event—it's literally a giant Randy Savage, and I believe yeah. he's wearing the same gear. So he was—he yeah, the, was the, the, the Macho Madness, like bright green and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, and and it was like I think there's like a tombstone looking thing on it and all that stuff. So yeah, again, really kind of just bringing all like just that aesthetic to life with this event and with Randy Savage. And I really think the reason why Randy Savage and Macho Man Randy Savage was front and center is because of the Slim Jim deal. Going right. back to that. That's definitely why he he was there. Even though he wasn't in the main event. You but know he does I mean? have a, he does have a presence. He's got a big presence. He's got a, he shows up <laughs> several times. Right. And this. also has a match of his own, like prior to that. So he's got a probably huge my, presence just across the show. Yeah, he, he comes several times. This is the Randy Savage pay-per-view. Yeah, absolutely. For, for whatever reason. And I think it's because of Slim Jim. And you know what you can do is surprise the kids. Order it, bring them in the house, show them a surprise. We've got you a Halloween head. Great Halloween gift for the kids. Yes, it is. Halloween. What are you gonna be in Halloween? Halloween? I haven't decided yet. I well, well what are you gonna be at Halloween? I'm going to dress as Mike Tanay. 
Why? Well, he looks like the kind of a guy be going door to door begging for food. So let's get into the matches really quick. We'll run down the card. So match number one was uh, Yugi Nagata, who very famous Japanese wrestler with Sonny Ono. Mm-hmm. Uh, against Ultimo Dragon, a WCW, <laughs> always, he was always a part of W. I remember as a kid always seeing Ultimo, Ultimo oh, yeah. Dragon. Uh, Yuji Nagata wins by submission, and then they just beat up Ultimo Dragon. Yuji like, Nagata Sun- <laughs> with Sonny Ono. Yes, beat, they beat up after he defeats him, after Yuji right. uh, Nagata beats him, Sonny Ono beats up like he kicks ultimo dragon in the yeah, arm cause the, because going into the show the feud was sunny ono and ultimo dragon yes. and nagata <laughs> was like his hired hand to like help him take out ultimo yeah he's wearing his suit and shit it's pretty yeah. silly pretty hysterical um i'll be honest i was whatever about this match it's yeah. it's definitely a a a, a, a curtain jerker yeah. <laughs> that's what it Absolutely. is uh next up we've got a very well-known wrestler very well-known We've the Ocho. The, the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Le Champion. <laughs> Back then, he was none of these he things. He was none of these things. He was the Lionheart, Chris Jericho, up against Ghetto, another Japanese wrestler. Yeah. These guys are like like recently retired, some yeah, of these dudes, yeah, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Uh, but they have, you know, competitive match. Yeah. Uh, Jericho wins uh, by submission as well, doing yeah. the... Jericho Lion looks like Tamer. a fucking stud in this match. He's a he baby really here. He He's looks like 25 yeah. years old. He looks He's, awesome in this match. Yeah, and and he wins by submission as, as well doing the, you know, the Lion Tamer, the Walls of Jericho, which right. I, I I will make note, which is and I, I texted this to you too, and it's kind of weird and I I guess it's like a rights thing nowadays. Like we obviously we both watch this on Peacock on the WWE network. Yeah. Jericho's music that he comes out to for this WCW 1997 match is his break the walls down WWF 2001 on Chris Jericho music. And I can only assume it's because of some rights issue. They didn't have the problem for the playback for the WC, but it kind of took me like it threw me for a little bit of a loop. Cause I was like, I don't remember Jericho having this music pre WCW. I tell you what, they mix it great because you can't even tell. It sounds, it sounds (laughs) seamless. It sounds like it happened there in the arena, but it, Definitely is not the real music. I do want to point out too that Jericho does this like super Frankensteiner that looked terrifying. Yeah, he falls yeah. on his neck. Yeah, Oof, man. Or his head. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ! I don't know what what he was doing. Um, next match, there's Rey Mysterio. The the classic match of Rey Mysterio Jr. and Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was the cruiserweight champion. Yes. So the whole storyline was, you know. Rey Mysterio wears a luchador mask, and right. Eddie Guerrero at one point wore a luchador mask. So Eddie Guerrero wanted uh, Rey Mysterio to remove his mask. Right. So this was a mask versus title. Yeah, which match. like if you're not familiar with with the 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 meaning behind luchador masks, if you're not really a wrestling fan, like there's a lot of honor and tradition and like dignity yeah. and respect tied to the masked luchador like it's a it's a a monster no-no in the wrestling world to like unmask a luchador in the ring and remove their mask so this match was like a big deal there was a lot riding on this match the funny thing was 
not 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 shortly after he took off his a mask year anyway and a half after maybe <laughs> like two a years year or two after? later yeah. yeah he ended up taking his mask off anyway and then putting it back on when he went to yes. WWF WWE yeah um this is a fantastic match dude <sighs> god this Moves, is uh, like it, we said short too yeah. it's not yeah, a yeah, long yeah. it's like 9 minutes 10 yeah. minutes maybe around that um but constantly going constantly moving you've got Eddie trying to rip Ray's yeah. mask. He eventually rips it. He's trying to yeah. remove it. Rips it at one point. Um, fantastic match. These guys are both in their prime. They're both in their twenties. Yeah, flipping around. Uh, Ray throws himself off the top rope outside of the ring. You know, it's it is weird that it ends on like a roll up. Like a Eddie's, roll up. yeah. Like, a, like he, he like reverses his like uh, power bomb and yeah, basically rolls him up into a, like a Hurricane Rana pin. Yeah, so you would think it, it would end. I guess we're just used to the way matches end now where there's like a finishing move. Yeah. But, in you know, back then it's like. It's a little more of an old school feel. Especially with the cruiserweight division. These were smaller guys, younger guys, and they would do more like the high-flying, flippity-dippity stuff. That I feel like every wrestler now is a cruiserweight in 2023. Everyone right, does flips yeah. and, sh- and shit. Gymnastics and aerobatics. Yeah. But it's a great match. It's a great match, and I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. You know, when we go, when we wrap up all the matches here, I think we're both going to agree. This is, yeah, yeah. It's probably the best match. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely, the next match is 100% my favorite match. 100%. Uh, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Get out of here. This, the next, if the next match is your favorite match, we got all. I couldn't give any less of a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like the next three matches. So, well, no. So, well, yes, you're absolutely correct. So, the next match is Alex Wright with Deborah Ugh. against Steve McMichael. Yeah. They, they, there's actually a promo early in the night yes. between yeah, like yeah, yeah. Steve McMichael and. And Deborah, Deborah, yeah, because they were married, and she's with right, she's with right. Alex Wright, and all this dumb drama. It was terrible. This is definitely a fast forward match. The only thing notable about it is Goldberg yeah, shows yeah. up. Random, like well, this I, was maybe, early. Maybe it was tied to maybe it was tied to like so I don't I didn't watch the Nitros before going into this, but like I'm sure it was tied to some ongoing storyline between him and and uh, Mongo. But it yeah. just felt kind of weird to me they, this was when goldberg was like really new right this His was like streak the streak was not the thing yet yeah. yeah this was before him beating hogan this was before remember at this point the big storyline with hogan was sting yes. sting came back and was going to defeat the nwo and, yeah and that was kind of the main that was the guy that was going to defeat that group not goldberg but yes horrible match Skip, skippable. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Next match, pretty rough too. We've got Jacqueline. Oh, by the way, sorry, Alex Wright defeated Stephen McMichael. Right, yeah. In case who you were cares? wondering, in case you were wondering, who cares? Uh, another match, not good. Jacqueline against the Disco Inferno. <laughs> the best a. part of this match is that his pants say "Shake Your Booty." Yeah, That's the best, the best thing about it, you know. It is what it is. This is an intergender match. Jacqueline. Sure. sure. Oh, Jacqueline, right. Jacqueline was always a tough, tough yeah, chick. Absolutely. When she went, when Disco she was Inferno WCW. was always a goon. 
Oh yeah, I hate. I never he was always a joke. Show. I never liked the don't best. Let thing him, about don't me. let him hear us saying this. He'll talk shit about us on his <laughs> Whatever. podcast. I don't really, really care. Disco Inferno was never good. It was a yeah, horrible. He's a jobber. Horrible, horrible. Just gimmick and everything was just terrible. Even when I was a kid, I was like, "This is so stupid." Yeah. And I'm someone that likes Saturday Night Fever. And the I only thought the only good stupid. disco gimmick is Disco Stew on The Simpsons. There you go. <laughs> But yes, Jacqueline defeats Disco Inferno once again by a roll like a roll up from behind. Roll up, That's how yeah, she yeah. Wins. Um, next up, we do have two guys that are, are wrestling royalty. We've yeah. got Kurt Henning, who was the U- was he the U.S. Champion? United States champion? Yeah, he yeah. was the U.S. champ up against Ric Flair, one of one of the, probably the guests, one of the greatest wrestlers. To you know, I think everyone will agree he's up there. Besides all the crazy shit he's done outside of wrestling, um, but yes, uh, you got you got them having a, a pretty decent match. You know, it it, it ends in disqualification. Yes. So anytime a wrestling match ends in disqualification, where no one wins because of like of like someone getting hit with it, basically Flair hits him with the belt. He, or yeah, he hits the he, ref. He, I think he, he hits the he, ref. No, he puts him in the corner yeah. and. and uh... Puts the belt on his head, like, you know, he puts him in the tree of woe position, yeah. like, upside down in the corner. Puts the belt on his head and kicks it, which, like, I, I didn't get why. Like, there was no yeah, point it was pretty bad. for that. I was also trying to, because I don't remember the storyline leading into this. Yeah. Who was the heel and who was the face? I, yeah. I, I'd say Flair was the face. Wasn't Kurt Henning, like, with the he NWO? Was, he was with like, NWO. You so hear like a he, lot of the NWO. Right. You yeah, literally yeah. hear so the NWO theme like about a hundred times. every other match, yeah, like someone comes out to the NWO theme. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, so he'd have been the heel, right? So why would Flair, like, do a heel tactic yeah, disqualification weird. to keep the belt on Henning? It just – some. Of, this is like one of those things we could spend hours dissecting WCW's bad creative decisions. Yeah. So, like, let's weird. move on. Not good. Um, I do like Flair fighting the refs. Like yeah. he was fighting, he was just fighting the refs, going crazy. Uh, it, Flair being Flair, it's always right. entertaining to me. Um, there is one thing I want to point out before we go on to the next match, which also was not a great match. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a promo. Going back to my man, Macho Man, Ran- our man, Macho Man Randy Savage. The guy. So if you think about it, 97, internet was fairly new and was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And they cut to Macho Man at this table, which was like an <laughs> internet table. And Macho Man looks so confused yeah. and out of his element. He's like, I'm so excited. I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what to say. All you people on the internet. Like, he is so confused. There, it, It's very much <laughs> like, we don't know what this is. Like, let's just keep going. And he just wants to beat up DDP because that's yeah. his match tonight. He wants to fight right. DDP. There was actually a promo with him earlier and Miss Elizabeth's with him. And he's yeah. talking about wanting to beat up DDP. That's all Macho Man wants to do. And this is just, like we said before, Macho Man's all over the place. He's everywhere. Show. And I just, I, it's so funny seeing this wide shot of, of Randy Savage sitting there with these two people with a computer. <laughs> Fiddling with it, the computer. And he just looks so good. He fucks up one of his lines. And he even admits, yeah. he's, like, I mean, he's like so flustered and upset. that It's just that he felt awkward, I think. Yeah, sitting absolutely. There. He's like, I don't know what this computer thing, internet is, but whatever. Like, that's literally what he says. He's just like, internet people, that's basically it. Yeah, um, I think we're still at that, like, newer phase of yes. the internet where, like, people still didn't quite know what to do with it. 
I'm sure there was like a WCW.com. Like you could log there was. on. And, yeah, there was. And like, there was. But, you know, like not many people were this logging on to it at the time. This was also a 44-year-old Randy Savage. Right, exactly. probably didn't, hadn't touched a computer ever up until this yeah. point. He's like, I got other people to do that for me answering right. emails. That's literally it. So, yes, hysterical just seeing him there in his gear. Next to a dude in in, in a costume. Yeah. Uh, not in a costume in front of a computer. I wish the guys they should have been wearing Halloween costumes. I know. That would have made it better. Um that's my critique of the pay-per-view when we get to the end. Uh, next match is Lex Luger, which I was never a Lex Luger fan. I'll be uh, very honest. He was like propositioned to be the guy so yeah. many times. And uh and Scott Hall, who is, if you know me, one of my favorites. I, yeah. I love the Razor Ramon character. Uh, but Scott Hall in WCW at this point was kind of just, he was just there. He was having a lot of problems. Uh, this match also ends in a no contest. We've got Larry Zabisco as the special guest referee. Yep. I'll tell you what, the polos that him, he's wearing it. Uh, Dusty's wearing it. Tony Schiavone and uh, Bobby the Brain. Like with the little uh, Halloween Havoc yes. uh, so, uh, insignia, sick. I I remember the, those polos like triggered a, a memory for me while I was really? watching it. Like I remember signing up for a bowling team when I was in like, I don't know, fifth grade or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And the bowling polos, like you could pick like your bowling polo. And it was like a a black polo like that and i picked one with sting on like the the, the lapel the logo <laughs> amazing and like that th- that triggered that memory for me out of nowhere that's amazing that that sounds like a sick polo too man. yeah <laughs> um this match was a bit messy mm-hmm. the coolest thing about it was just you know i always love scott hall's blood dripping gear i always oh, thought yeah. it was sick it was red. always awesome always sick you know, Larry Zabisco gets into it because Eric Bischoff runs out and tries to interfere. Yeah. Larry Zabisco wants to see a replay because Scott Hall technically won, but he cheated. Right. So he wants to see the replay. It's a no contest. Start the match. More again. of the NWO gets involved and six, uh, six shows AKA, up. X-Pac, yeah. a.k.a. the one, two, three kid. Sean runs in. Sean Waltman just comes in, starts kicking everyone. Then Larry Zabisco gets him in like a choke sleeper. It's yeah. really messy. It's a it's an absolute mess. Yeah, it, it just it's, it's all over the place. Not good. Yeah, not it, it's a disapp- it's disappointing to see Scott Hall again. I was never a Lex Luger fan, so whatever. But to see him in a match like this, the best thing about this match was Scott Hall's gear, which is always sick, yeah. like I said, and him throwing a toothpick at Larry Zabisco. Best right. thing about this match. Uh, moving on. Uh, match. The next match was Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage was Ooh, with, yeah. with Miss Elizabeth uh, in up a against... Las Vegas death match. <laughs> uh, going up against Diamond Dallas Page DDP. Uh, I love how Macho Man's like weight belt says snap into it, and the back yeah. of his jacket says snap into it. Um, it's you know it, it's. Another messy match. This was a loss. I think it was a Las Vegas no holds bar match. Las Vegas death match. Death match. Yeah. So basically, they can use weapons. They right. can fight all over it's, the ring. Yeah, and anything goes kind of match. It was and messy, but I mind you, I think it. at one point the commentary team says something about they're they're one and one. Yeah. At this point, they're tied up, and this is like the the, the blow off match for these two. 
it's a fun match. I, yeah. I did enjoy it. Um, I, I love that they – there's a couple things I love about this match, and, and we'll quickly go through them. Um, I love that they end up in the crowd. That's always good. It's always fun to see them ending, yes. up, ending end up in the crowd. <laughs> also of note, they end up in the crowd, and we 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 missed talking about this in the opening contest. Yes, Rave, Raven and his flock are Stevie are Richards. There, who, but at the time, they're not the flock because, like, the when when yeah when they first come in in the in the first match and just sit in the crowd, uh, Zabisco. Or what's his name? Uh, Tony Schiavone's on commentary. And he's like, "There's Raven and and what do we call these guys? His his groupies, his pals, and like so they weren't <laughs> technically the flock yet, but it was like I guess this was like the start of them being that group. But yeah, they they end up in the crowd right next to those guys. Yeah, and it's like a little awkward because Stevie Richards seems to be the only guy having fun with this, with yeah. being kind of just in the audience yeah like raven's just there like this like with his arm it's really odd i completely forgot about it so i'm glad you mentioned it because i thought it was kind of just silly uh but going back to the randy savage ddp match yeah i I thought it was fun i love love that they utilize the faux tombstone graveyard set like they run into it you know uh randy savage i think ddp you know randy savage throws ddp into one of the fake tombstones and it shatters they use it to hit each other there's even a joke i think tony Schiavone or bobby the brain are like oh that's a real tombstone because they're hinting at the undertaker um i love that macho uses a camera to try to hit shivani's like that's a hundred thousand dollar (laughs) camera i love that that's what he says that's a thousand a hundred thousand grand plus camera something like that he says i'm like all right tony shivani um miss elizabeth gets involved and then you've got kimberly yeah i forgot about kimberly completely yeah ddp's first wife yeah yeah she yeah, was yeah. part of the nitro girls remember yep. that shit mm-hmm. i forgot about her i was like oh shit she's i forgot that she, that she got involved because of miss elizabeth interfering in the match and you know kimberly grabs you know miss elizabeth takes her to the back and then another strange weird fucking thing someone and this is just a thing that was happening at the time yeah someone dressed as sting it's sting <laughs> comes out and hits uh, DDP because his ribs are all taped up yeah. and damaged from some previous incident. Nails and, him with the bat. And it's obviously Hogan. Right. I'm pretty sure it's Hogan that, that yeah, it is. 90% and the announcers, sure the announcers yeah. are not buying it for a second. It's 100% Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hogan. Because it plays into the, the main event right. of the evening. Um, but yeah, that's how the match ends. It's 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 really dumb. Randy Savage wins because of all the nefarious shit he's doing in the match. Yeah. They go he for a up, while too. This match was like close to twenty minutes. It's a fun match, dude. The, yeah. You know, Macho Man and DDP are two of the greats when it comes oh, yeah. to WCW. So, Absolutely. You know, there's 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 no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Um. Now the main event of the evening, we've got. <laughs> Hollywood Hulk Hogan, who was the champion, the WCW champion at the time, going against Rowdy Roddy Piper. Now, this was the whole build was that these two hadn't had a match since the 80s, I believe. Mm -hmm. And this was like Roddy Piper's like this was his his big return to the company and this big match he was going to have with Hogan. He hated Hogan. You know, at this point, if you think about it, Roddy Piper was always a heel. Yeah. 
but he was actually the face. Right. He's the this. he's the guy to go for in yeah, this one. Because and it's like H- yeah, Hogan was like the big bad. He was right. NWO he's leading Hogan. the NWO. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and they're all they're all fucking pieces of shit in NWO. That was always the thing. So. Roddy Piper wanted to stop the NWO and, right. and, and he wanted to, you know, save defeat, WCW. Yeah. Save WCW. That was kind of the whole thing with sting too, that played into right, the whole, right, right, right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of chapters to this story of Hollywood yeah. Hogan, Hogan and sting. Uh, it's a cage match. They're having a cage match. Now I'm going to tell you this and I forgot, this has got to be one of the flimsiest looking cages I have ever seen. And they're it climbing is, the shit. It's an odd looking one too. It's like it's that it's that old school blue cage, but it like it's wobbly. Extends past the ring a little bit. It's not like flush like a like what we think of a steel cage is like right around the ropes, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. this one is like more on the outside to the floor and it looks like they picked it up at Home Depot. It's weird. I I, I forgot that it looked this flimsy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, was that always their cage? I don't no, think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't no. think so. It looked dangerous to climb. Yeah. And these yeah, fucking guys are climbing it left and right. So I was like, I knew I knew nothing bad was going to happen because this is very old. <laughs> this is, right, right, right. But, <laughs> but I was just like, wow, this looks yeah. scary. Uh, the match itself, I'll be honest, disappointing. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, very it, bummer it, it, main event yeah. not good you got piper biting hogan on the ass which is probably the yeah. so hysterical piper literally bites hogan on the ass like yeah. one of the first things he does is bite full on like bites like, his tush it's a real fucking weird near moment the, near the sphincter bites yeah. hogan on the ass <laughs> bites him on the face bites him on the back yeah and, and he Roddy you know Piper's he's poking doing. him in the eyes which like you you expect to see from roddy piper yeah, but yeah. like if he's playing the face He's doing the dirty tactics yeah, still and yeah, like yeah. tushy biting. It, 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 it's as a main event goes, it's it's very much all over the place. Yeah, but again, yeah. that goes back into like all these guys were running their own creative in WCW. So like this is what they thought would be fun, you know? Horrible. So yeah, not not good. It was it's a short match too. It's not yeah, long. It's Once ten again, maybe overbooked and sloppy. Oh, at yeah, the end. tons of interference. You know, there's a, there's a little bit of blood. You got like yeah. Hogan giving a couple of leg drops to to Piper on a steel mm-hmm. chair. Then you've got Macho Man shows up once again. Macho Man comes out to help Hogan. He climbs. He's, he which is what's climbs impressive. the flimsy cage. Climbs the cage, and at this point, Hogan, uh, Hogan, uh, Macho Man looks like he weighs about 250 pounds. He climbs the cage, jumps off of the cage, hits Hogan barely, barely touches Hogan. It looked like dangerous. Yeah. And this is like, I'm surprised uh, Macho did this, but he did it. Yeah, it's a it's a horrible, horrible, horrible kind of just main event. Then they yeah they they cuff Piper to the cage. They beat the shit out of him. Knock a him bunch out. Of, a bunch of fake stings just randomly show up standing around the cage. A fan yeah climbs the cage and in, in sting makeup to save Piper. That was the whole thing. This. This was not a real fan. This was a stage right. They fan. they want you to believe that it's like, yeah. oh my god, this fan is so impassioned. But like, it's very the, the show goes off the air, still showing what's happening. Yeah, you know, with the because fans, at the time so. there were fans that did jump the ring. Right. Like, oh yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, a moment. I, I forget if it was before or after this where 
a guy rushes the ring and yeah. Macho Man beats the shit yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, guy. Yeah, and they have to like yeah. the camera's like slightly cut off so that the people yeah. don't see it at home, but you see it clear as day. But yes, this fake fan climbs the cage, gets the shit beat out of him. Hogan's beating him. Macho Man's beating him. Refs have to come out. Security have to come out. The commentators are saying they have to save this man's life. <laughs> they have Macho it's, and Hogan. Are it's very dramatic. Very dramatic. And then you've got but Piper like, there all fucked they're, up. They're still showing it. So we know yes, it's not yeah. It's not real, you know? It's, it's a very messy... Yeah, just, it, it's very not weird good. conclusion it's just to not the show. Good. It's not yeah. good. It's not a good conclusion. Uh, it, it's not. It's not a. It's not a good way to send the fans home happy. Right. Like right. if I was there or paid which, for this pay per view, which I don't think I did in '97. No, I, I would have been very. I don't, think don't I hot boxed it too. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a but fake, I feel like a, uh, also we are looking cable. at it. We are looking at it through like a a, a, the, a more modern lens, and maybe yeah. you know at the time it was more of like. This was the acceptable thing. Like, I was, a, you know, I was, what, 10 in, in 1997? Yeah. So, like, I was pretty much prime wrestling age at the time. But, like, it was just wrestling to me. It was all good. It fucking watched it all. Yeah, yeah. You think this but shit's like, real. Right, exactly. <laughs> Looking back on it now, you're like, geez, this thing is a fucking mess. But, like, then I'm sure I was like, this is so cool. This is all awesome. Like, this is great. And that's, like, basically when you boil it down, that's basically what wrestling is. It's like a show for kids to, like, turn their brain off and... Enjoy yeah. it, you know, it's all watching this fun fiction stuff. Exactly. It's always fun, though. I always love it, no matter how stupid it is. This was stupid, but it was still rid- it was stupid and ridiculous, but there's little parts of it. I was like, all right, this yeah. is kind of entertaining. My Absolutely. Favorite, my favorite part of this match is the commentary, just how oh, yeah. dramatic they, they're, they're losing yeah, their shit. They're overselling it, but yeah. it's kind of that's kind Save of the point. this man's life. Like, that's their job. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yes, favorite match. I mean, it's obviously Guerrero and Mysterio. There's, there. Yes. It's no contest. Yeah, no contest. That's literally the. If you never watch this and you just are curious to watch a Halloween Havoc, like you're not a wrestling fan, and you want to watch like a Halloween Havoc event because we talk about it and we love you know the event. Um, this is the match to watch. You can skip yeah. most of this shit. I would recommend watching the Macho Man. That'd be my second pick, the Macho Man DDP match because of how. How much fun it is with using kind of the Halloween set. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Right. That's kind of, that's what made me enjoy that match. Yeah. That's probably number two for me. On yeah. This I think we, we agree on one and two for sure. Worst match. Pick one. I mean, there's, there's, there's no shortage of ones to pick from, but like Alex Wright and Mongo McMichael, get the fuck out of here. I could not, I could not care less. Even at the time, there was never like a, a, a time where I was like, yo, I'm a big Alex Wright fan, I'm a big Mongo McMichael fan. I get it. You got to pad the card with like mid card matches, but like those <laughs> two are jabronis. Much, those two are jabronis. I don't care. How much more mid card can you get with those two? They, uh, they suck. Yeah, that was a pretty bad match. I almost wanted to fast forward through it, but I was like, no, I got to yeah. watch this for the show. Right, so, right, exactly. For the podcast, I had to sit through it. It was pretty, it was pretty, pretty bad. Uh, Jacqueline Disco Inferno wasn't like probably just as bad, but there's a little more. I think Jacqueline tried with that one. You know, right, what I mean? right. <laughs> like, I also like. I feel like that match you're not necessarily supposed to take as serious because it's like disco inferno was always a joke anyway and he was gonna get his ass kicked by a woman and that's like the joke of it but like 
Mongo and Alex Wright is like supposed to be a match, and they just fucking blow. And then Goldberg shows up. Yeah, and randomly. I was never—I'll be honest—I was never a big Goldberg fan. Nah, nah, so I couldn't care less about Goldberg. I was just yeah. I was, I was always a like, Stone Cold guy. Goldberg well, was a cheap Stone Cold knockoff. Yeah, he just—I was never a big. Like when he had his run, I remember being a kid and being like, "Oh, cool," but at this point, he wasn't that Goldberg yet. Right. So. He's just you some know. big beefcake looking dude. Yeah, he was on the rise to become what everyone knows him as, you know, as the spear jackhammer dude, you know. Um, what are your closing thoughts? What's the what's the closing thoughts on a Halloween Havoc? What do you what? I I had I had a blast with it. Listen, like it was an absolute blast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. I, I enjoyed it. It's a, it, you know, it's a fun show like is it uh, some of the best wrestling I've ever seen? No. no but yeah. does it does it do what it sets out to do? Like, is it a good Halloween-themed show? For the most part. Yeah. It was fun. Like, it was a fun, like, what was it? Like, three and a half hours or whatever it was? Like, like, oh, a little under three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, three uh, hours. It was a solid three hours. Yeah, I could agree with that. My, my biggest issue with it, just to kind of close and wrap this all up, my biggest issue with it was they didn't fully go all the way with Halloween. Right. There are other events, and when we get to them in the future, um, there are other Halloween Havoc events that embraced it much yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's some involving monster trucks. There's mm-hmm. shit like that where, like, okay, people, uh, the commentators were in costumes, shit like that, where I'm like, okay, cool. They love Halloween. They're showing their love for Halloween, their appreciation for the holiday. This, besides the macho DDP match, really didn't use any of it to its advantage. It didn't use Halloween as any kind of crutch. Not as a crutch because that's the point of the event. It was a backdrop more than anything else. Yeah. They could have done more with it. But it was fun to revisit. I hadn't seen it in years. Yeah, absolutely. This had not. been probably the first time I had sat through it, maybe yeah. in eight years or something like that. So it was fun. It was a fun watch. It was a breeze. Not the greatest pay per view of all time, but you know, if you want to watch a couple of decent fun matches, I'd say check out Halloween Havoc '97. It's going up on top. He's going in from the top. Unbelievable! What? No! No! Unbelievable! Is he gonna jump, Tony? He jumped! He caught Hogan! And that was WCW and Slim Jim present Halloween Havoc 97. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Haunted Hangover. Also, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash hauntedhangover31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And as always, remember, the best cure for a hangover is more booze. Ooh, yeah, dig it. (laughs) So stupid.